Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. On college football today, rolling into week eight. The 12 o'clocks are underway. We're going to talk about the SEC battle between SEC, Al- SEC, Alabama, SEC, Tennessee. Alabama's won five straight over the Volunteers by 26.2 points per game. Dominated this matchup last year in Tuscaloosa, 45 to 7. But this is a hot Tennessee team coming off the win over Auburn. Well, hot. Hot. Yeah, relevant. Hot. I'll say lukewarm. They're hot. Yeah. They're at home. But now, two is banged up for this matchup. He will go. I think that affects the game plan for Alabama overall. They have LSU in two weeks. They're going to probably utilize Jalen Hurts with this offense. But I expect Alabama to get up, pull back on the reins, and just get get out of Knoxville being healthy. That being said, I like Tennessee with the points in this ballgame. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate these games. It seems like every Alabama game is, what, 28, 29 points? Do we talk about that every week, yeah. whether it's Arkansas or Ole Miss? Same story week after week. Uh, Gabe had mentioned uh, that Nick takes it easy on his assistants. Not so much. I mean, 12-0 and all-time against former assistants by an average of 27 points is a 29-point spread. It's kind of right around that number. Your scenario makes sense to me. I, I, I think if I had to bet this game, I would bet Alabama in the first half because that's where they've been most successful over the course of a game. I'm always petrified of the backdoor cover when it comes to Alabama. Here's the thing, I mean, Sam, from a coaching perspective that I've always wanted to know. In this matchup, nobody's expecting Tennessee to win this matchup. Correct. Nobody, right? Right. Why not be aggressive, pull out all the stops? Now, I understand it's a new head coach and you're building for the future. I get that. But this can possibly be a statement game. Kick an onside Mm -hmm. kick. Fake a punt. Go for it. Run two minute in the first quarter. Why don't we see that more and more? I'll tell you why. Because when you're going against a team that you know is better than you, man for man, forget about the coaching. You know that if you start out and you play do tricks and next thing you know you're down 21 zip with eight minutes left in the first quarter – it can get ugly real fast. You lost your teammates. You lost all the time. You want to keep the game as close as possible, even if that means punting the ball early. You want to give your team a chance to at least to, to hang around as long as possible. That's interesting because you see, I would think that if you're t- if you're more aggressive, the kids would buy in more. You're, I mean, nobody's expecting them to win. So if you fall behind twenty-one yeah. nothing, all right, this is what should happen. But in college, you know, it's a talent-based game, and if you are, if, if the other team just has more talent than you, unless everything's going your way, and and you just can't throw the ball downfield and just hope for, hope for the best. you got to go out there and meticulously drive down the field, hold the ball, keep their, their offense on the sideline, and hopefully you could do that enough where the game is still closer than the game. You have a chance to win. I think some coaches, too, in college basically coach for the cover and in a sense of let's not get embarrassed, let's not go get blown out. Because right. they can go back to their boosters, they can go back to the supporters Say, listen, we were 32-point underdogs. We lost by 17. Can you imagine being yeah, down? They almost know I ain't winning the game, right. so let's not get embarrassed. Sort of like a fighter, right? right. I'm not going to get shot. I'm going to dog and weave, and we'll just get out of here. Can you imagine being down 35-zip in the first quarter? What do you tell your team? Like, yeah. like the hope is going. You want to keep hope alive it. as long as possible. That's you what you want to do. talk about the trickle-down effect. Then the crowd, oh, we hired the wrong coach. Exactly. You start hearing the bulls. 35 nothing. You're right. He's coaching. I hear college basketball coaches talk about this. They're the four-minute installments. Right. They're coaching right. four minutes at a time. We're almost one series at a time, right. right? But you think about when you get to the NFL, it's totally different because now you have grown men, and we all have ability. Every team usually has the same amount of talent, no matter how bad they're playing. Yeah. And you could go out there and take those risks. But in college, it could get ugly real fast, and, and the young guys' minds are fragile. I've always thought NFL football, it comes down to coaching. Like you said, every team has the same talent. And college, it isn't. Now, you can be a great coach, but what are you going to do? I got proof. Alabama's got 32 five-stars. I've got three five-stars. What do you want from me? I got proof. I know they got Tom Brady, but how is, how is the New England Patriots almost in the AFC Championship every year? I mean, everybody has the same opportunity. Every year, yep. you play well, 
you draft at the bottom of the round. If you play bad, you get a first round pick, a high first round pick. So it's coaching is, is plays a major part of it. Yeah, and I'm intrigued that you like the over here because I think the the way this I'm game a little is bit going, worried, Joe, that our boy, the quarterback at Tennessee, can't score. I'm well, he scored last week. I, I mean, know, I know. I mean, you know what? Five of the last six times these two teams have played, it's gone over the number. Alabama have owned these guys, but they own a lot of people. But ATS, they've owned them nine and three the last twelve. I know that Saban's not going to take it easy on Pruitt, but at the same point in time, he ain't going to hang a 42 spot on him. He's going to take it you know, his want, you know, he's not going to run it up. If they cover, they cover. The problem with Alabama is now, you're bringing in Jalen Hurts in routes in the second half. But Alabama's become a real sweat job, guys. Every game, it's the back door, and it's swinging. It's like a... You know, that's why I don't like those games. Blowing. I don't like those games. Yeah. I know. I, it's I'll a tough come spot. Back. I, I'm looking forward to that's discussing right, Alabama LSU because yes. then you're talking about a more competitive bye week next week. But that's a game Alabama will be competitive guys for. Are perfect in the first half against the spread. Yeah. If you're looking about Alabama, that's the way to go. They're a perfect seven and zero laying points. Last week we laid eighteen in the first half. Probably uh, around that about they that won number by now. Twenty against about uh, Missouri. Seventeen now. Yeah. Against so. Yeah, we'll get you the, the, quick, the I think, I'll give a quick update. Uh, Ole Miss driving on Auburn on the 29. No score yet. Tolson loses this game. They might just say, you know what, you're done. Mid-season. Like the $38 million, they're going to say, here's a briefcase. They get can't. the hell out of the I state. I, I'll you're tell done. You, I'm with yeah. you because, let's be honest, four and four. They're angry. Unacceptable at Auburn. Oh, no, the, they're they're angry. They got Alabama and, coming and, up. Let, yeah. let's, let's, let's call another thing. They are the SEC West champs. I mean, we're not talking about... You know, Alabama's the defending national champs, but this was a team in Auburn yep. that won the SEC last Returning right. its quarterback, and who at the beginning of the season was being discussed as a possible right. first or second and, rounder. So right. it's not like and he was starting over behind the center. bitter rivals are running roughshed through right. everyone and scoring 56 points exactly. a game. And here's, that counts, too. And here's the thing. If you're going to get them out at the end of the year, you got to worry about recruiting. you got to worry about well, so true. much. you got to worry about yeah. inventory, too, well, because some of the best players might be scooped up. Right. Right. If right. you're going to do it, you almost have to think, we got to do it now. Yes. So Even, we're ready to go point. right out of the gate so we don't miss In, out. Inventory, not just from a coaching perspective, but players, too. Mm. Players jumping ship now with the with the new rule right. after yeah. playing after after week number four. So that's another thing that you have Alabama to keep in mind. Alabama laying 19 in the first half. You see, you got to lay yeah. it, See, baby. now here's the thing, just to break that down game quick. If you're in Tennessee and you somehow, some way score first, field goal, seven points, you have to say we're shortening every possession. We're running on every down to shorten that game. Yeah. So that, so that's And to what, limit your turnover opportunities too, right? Right. So that's, that's why we'll see how that game plays out. We'll turn our attention to the Big Ten game. Ohio State and Purdue later tonight. Purdue, this is going to be an electric atmosphere. Ohio State coming off a very... Im- I'm not buying... I don't get this one, guys, in the sense that a lot of people are buying into Purdue. I think the number's a little short here. I feel OSU goes mm-hmm. in there and kills them. So I agree. I, I, I like think, Purdue. I think... Oh, I got Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Purdue is... I like Purdue. I think Ohio State... For the, well, I think Purdue has a punch of chance because they score 33 points, 33.8 points a game. But Ohio State has a better coach, the better talent, and it's going to show up. It's going to show up on, on today because they need this victory to stay ahead of other teams that's chasing I, them from behind. Yeah, I think Blau can get hot. I mean, the one thing, too, turnovers are going to be critical. I, I think if uh, Purdue can run the football defensively, Rich, they're giving up 146 yards per game on the ground without Nick Bosa as well. Right. Mm-hmm. If they jump up early, it could be a yeah, long Yeah, I'll tell you exactly how. I know exactly how this game's going to play out. You know, I, I'll, I do. I, I, mm-hmm. I'll give you the blueprint right now, okay? Halftime in West Lafayette, Ross-Aid Stadium, they're still pumped up. Because Purdue is going to trade punches with uh, with Ohio State into the third quarter. Blau, Rondell Moore, DJ Knox, you mentioned. Ohio State with some defensive problems. 97th in the country in terms of giving up plays of 20-plus right. yards. So the defense in the back seven has been soft. Bosa's been gone for a while, but it's more of a problem with linebackers and secondary. Ohio State, though, sensing this is a game, I think they're going to put their foot on the gas in the late third quarter, fourth quarter, maybe a defensive score. This is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of a – it's going to be close for a while. 52-34 Ohio yeah, State. I could see – it, it wouldn't that. shock me. I mean, 28 touchdown passes by Dwayne Haskins. I mean, here's the thing, too. I picked Minnesota last week against them. I was on Indiana against Ohio State as well. I got – Great value, both of those. Now they go down, lay in less than 15. I still lean to Purdue, but not one of my best selections for the day. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, Rutgers actually fielded the opening kickoff. That's usually a bad sign. At the one. Yes. The kid didn't let it bounce. See, he fumbled. Can I get, 
Can we bet that money yet? It's that, a comedy that, that of errors. Dollars no, <laughs> yeah. Can we put you that billion it, dollars you on said it, it? She you said, got, I don't care what the spread is. She's like, every yeah, year. so they started, Rutgers started the game first down on their own one. Like, that's what a bad team does, right? I, mean, I, don't, I don't like talking about coaches, but well, usually that's bad coaching and bad players Ash, at the same time. We talked about it. How long does Ash get, get to stay I, here? Gabe, I think it's gotten so bad and so embarrassing. You brought up an excellent point about being competitive. Sometimes that makes a difference in terms of how much of a leash like a coach has. basketball is competitive. You're no longer competitive. They threw for eight yards two for 17 passing last week against maryland this is oh. no longer playing like a big 10 football team how do you keep the in-state talent playing like you're playing they right they haven't now? though right. that's been part of the you know it. About it, as, a, as a kid in the from the bronx i'm going to they florida be, california right. ohio anywhere else but, but they can't they you would love to go to Rutgers, guys they're not a big 10 caliber that's the truth yeah. yep. they should be we talked about they it did the it American for the money athletic the conference usa held the mac they should be playing against the Buffaloes of the world, They Sam. did it for the money. Sam, they, they did, did it for, for the, money. the money. And sometimes I think in life when you do something solely right. for the money, yep. it backfires. No and question. now it's backfiring not just for the kids in basketball and football, what about but how about the, the fan base? Yeah. How about oh, the fan yeah. base? Yes. The fan base has to deal with this BS week in and week yeah, out where your team how do you support can't that? even compete. You There's can't... no amount of money in terms of intercollegiate right. athletics SMU, that's worth it. go to the game. Yes, exactly. Let's go. And you know what you get? And what about the Big Ten, though? Is this an embarrassment for you? Yeah, it's a great Point. We brought this program Great point. in ooh, so we can get on the TV market in New York. So what? Yep. So what? For what? Does anyone in New York care about the Big Ten anymore Guys, now than Guys, there, there's a no. limit to what we should do for money, That's and I think these kids are basically being put out there like sacrificial scary, lambs. Right. We have a bigger paycheck from the Big Ten, but we're getting our asses kicked week on in and week out. Basis. That's not acceptable as far the as The next I'm question concerned. is, what type of head coach do you attract? Very Something difficult. We've talked about it. But they're not going to be able to change this on a football field. Their it's, basketball team at least is a little bit competitive. They'll battle with you. It's a five-year operation to change that team. I don't know what kind of a coach you had. a zero on that, bro. 50, 50. They're down yeah, seven zero. nothing, <laughs> and we'll see how that game plays out. I mean, you know who you get, Sam. We talked about it last week. You, you go get Greg Schiano back and see if he. Well, that's could, the best chance you got. He, only, that's, he, yeah, will, yeah. he will go. He will go. Yeah, like, I he, agree. I we'll agree. see. He's we'll Ohio see State how that right game now. Plays out seven nothing. Northwestern leads early in the first quarter of that matchup. With, Turn our attention to a great battle in Salt Lake City. Rice-Eccles Stadium will be rocking. It'll probably be a blackout. USC's won the three of the last five over Utah. Last win in Utah did come in 2012. But I'll tell you this. We spoke about it before. Upset City, baby. USC rolls. Close win, 34-30 over Utah. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. I like Utah, but this is not a game that I'm in love with. It's a, more of a stay-away game for me. Uh, Sack Lake City, very difficult place to play. I, I'm going to make this an anti-Clay Helton bet, okay? Clay, as an underdog, last 11 games, Gabe, 1-10 against the spread. Has not been a good... He is no Matt Campbell, my friend. He is thing, no the Tom USC Herman. Trojans aren't supposed to be 11-time underdogs. Yes, mm. How many times have Alabama been an underdog 11 times? Like, and how many years would it take for you to say, all right, last 11 times, Bama were underdogs? Oh, but it, it might, be over. Years, it might be over a decade. Over a decade. You're yeah. the USC yeah. Trojans. Clay Helton's been a coach there for two years. He's been an underdog times. 11 times. That's Amazing. all you need to know about the job he's doing. Yeah, here, here's why I like USC. 48% completion, uh, conversions on third downs and holding opposing offenses to 32%. On third downs, and I like the way Daniels played last week. I mean, they passed for 283 through the air. This, you this were kid's on the got Trojans. some moxie. I and like I know them. they are at home. I got that. They won 19 straight at home. But I'm still not sold on, on uh, Huntley being this elite passer. He's not. And they don't have the speed on the outside, outside of Covey, to challenge that USC defense vertically. So that's why I you like know, the Trojans in and, this matchup. And that scares me about USC is I think they lost their pat, best pass rusher that's this a great year, point. Yeah. this week. Porter Gustin, yeah. That's, that definitely will affect the coverage Porter on Gustin the back Porter Gustin is a yeah. big is. loss He's a gamer. for that, uh, like for a that defense. Like type of player. Yeah. Uh, yep. you know, yep. in Off terms the edge. Of and then Utah yes. being at home, and I think the offensive line is dominating this year. And Zach Moss, is, I think he's going to run all like over this Zach team. Yep. I, think, I do too. We saw Joe Williams come in. He's playing in the league. I mean, he was. This is a classic matchup in the sense – you got a better coach in Whittingham. Right. You got home field. Yep. Yet you got better talent on the other team. Except for the trenches. 
offensive so line. The trenches, you I think, think you talk you talk win the battle in the I trenches. Think, in my opinion, I, I would agree. So. Yeah, we'll see. Blue collar teams. I mean, that's a, that's what Utah was built on for years yeah. until a couple of years ago. When Joe, they to your point about Huntley, close games, these two. USC right. in the last three games has not given up more than 100 yards yes. on the ground. Mm. So Zach Moss is always the key in Salt Lake City. Yes. So if they're able to slow down Zach, a lot is going to hinge on the play yeah, well, of Tyrone. And not only that, to, to last what, week's what, game. Uh, last year's game, uh, Williams, the quarterback, put a lot of pressure on USC's defense. They went for two, didn't get it. You know, when you lose your best pass rusher, your backup comes in the game, and he's trying to replace that re- that production. Right. And what happens is he's up the fill instead of playing a run. So you got to look out for that. Yeah, that, yeah. That, we'll see how that plays out. Right. I think if USC could jump up early, that's the key to that when, When's the last time USC were seven-point underdogs against maybe someone not like – Non non conference like not a big non conference game like they Alabama Ohio State Alabama a couple Ohio years State ago. in the bowl game yeah. last year I right. think it was seven yeah, yeah. that's well, Ohio State I'm yeah. looking right now the last ten matchups they've never gotten seven points against Utah yeah like this isn't normal it's almost like casually saying there oh, might USC be concerned about a young quarterback we're all high on J T Daniels a true freshman I think he's gone through the growing pains he got thrown in the fire early tough incredibly spot, tough schedule tough spot at Rice Eccles right Rice Eccles I know is it is it's something spot. special and yeah. one thing about these smaller schools USC might be down right now but when you're a player you don't care you just want to beat USC and have that on your resume that oh, you yeah. USC you know oh, yeah. no doubt yeah, yeah USC that, is always the king of the pack yeah, now if Utah always. can pick up this victory then obviously they be a well front and again run. great great game for the Pac-12 South oh. Pac-12 South South is wide open at this point, yeah. so you know almost everyone's still in the mix outside. Utah was of, a sneaky pick. How does it play out? Yeah. I know you we're going got... to break in a minute, but you just talked about. It. I think it's time to start kicking the tires on us a little bit. We're talking about the Pac-12, the ACC. It's strange this year because Notre Dame technically mm. an independent. Right. How does it play? We haven't had an independent in the playoff yet. No, I know they have an ACC affiliation, but they're an independent. Yeah, we haven't had that. Like, is the Pac-12 automatically out? And I tell you, if Clemson stumble, they're done. Like Clemson yeah. are skating on thin ACC's ice right now. way down yes. this year. Yeah, w- yeah. Way, way down. And, and, and Notre Dame has up. ACC ties. They pay so what, six what, games. What would we look at potentially? All right, we'll, on we'll, the other we'll side. talk about it on the, on the back end. Keep it where it is. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Rolling into week eight of the college football season right here on College Football Today. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, Gabe Morenci, and Sam Garns. Gabe's locked and loaded. I don't even know. His headphones broke. I'm not playing sure some Big Ten. We're playing some Big Ten broadcasting sure. over here, guys. Some hard-hitting action going on already not, here. Wow. Did you put a helmet on and you broke that? I'm not even sure exactly what happened in the all break. All fired up. Sam's here. He's got me going on. We're going fired to go, up. We're all fired up, talk. We're Good all God. fired up talking college football. We'll break down this game in Columbia, Missouri a little bit later. It's Memphis and Brady White on the road to face Drew Locke. This is an intriguing battle because you look at the emotional loss, Rich, against uh, Central Florida last week. They lose by one point. Now go on the road to a team that got really beat up by Alabama. I still like the points here with the Memphis Tigers. And more importantly, I love Daryl Henderson at the running back position. 199 yards last week. I think Memphis could be a live dog. You know what I call Daryl Henderson? He is the. Why are you laughing? Are you always <laughs> anticipating? <laughs> Daryl Henderson is the human first down at ten point three yards Oof. a carry. He is the human first down. Love the offense. Why are you still laughing? Because I pictured the first down marker with Daryl Henderson just running. Okay, you know. All right. Um, I like the points too, Joe. I, I just think that Missouri, after you know, getting away from the SEC schedule for a little bit, here comes Missouri, little team from the American, not that pumped up. You know, Drew Locke will put up his usual four or five touchdowns like he always does against weaker opponents. But Memphis can hang with them offensively. I think they can. Mike too. Norvell is auditioning for a bigger job. You got Brady White, you mentioned. You got Daryl Henderson. I think they'll score. I think they'll lose by a touchdown, maybe 41 34. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, I'm in. 
the way I'm impressed with Memphis on the offensive side of the ball, their secondary, Sam, has only given up 182 passing yards to opposing offenses. They kept Mackenzie Milton and UCF in check from from a passing perspective. I think they could do that against Drew Locke later today. Yeah, this is a strength-on-strength game. You know, uh, Missouri's good versus the run, and that's what Memphis does, and they're bad versus the pass. But I think uh, I think Memphis is – one thing about Memphis is they're a dink and dumb team, and I don't think they're going to be able to take advantage of Missouri – and the secondary because Missouri gets beat down a fill, and, and Memphis is a dink and dunk team. It's kind of like an extended running game. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Gabe, this is Drew Locke, your guy. You said he was going to be top ranked. Uh, one of the top ranked. One of the top. Yeah. I, I, and I, I know I should a lot say, of people, is he a first round pick? And I, I I'm going to be honest. Is. I don't think I, he When is. I watch him, I'm not overly in, in love with him either. I mean, he's to like, me, who do you think is the best guy? Like Herbert looks to me, guys. Yes, really good. I, I'll say this: Herbert's I mean, big, mobile, strong, strong arm, arm yep. accurate, accurate. Seems like a leader, tough kid. I would still not take overly the, cocky. There's I, a, he seems to. He, I'm I'm checking off a lot of the check marks with Herbert here. Yeah, and Herbert could be a system guy. He, we have to see. I think he can make every. I don't throw. think he is a system guy. I think he's an athlete. Yeah, he is. I, I like, but if we're going to talk, Look, I thought Mahomes was a system guy. Right. Everybody, I think that's going to help a lot of quarterbacks this year. That's People a good break point that mode. Yes. Mahomes, right? That's Mahomes a, is a excellent point. Did you think he was a system? No, guy? come from Texas Tech. You know, a lot of quarterbacks come from Texas Tech and they go to the NFL and don't do anything. And this, I think this is going to open it up the doors for a lot of quarterbacks that's been in systems that had that history. I'm with both sides on this game, guys, in the sense that it's ten points. I think Memphis can trade with them. It's homecoming for Mizzou. They got Kentucky next week. They might think, like Rich said, ah, it's Memphis. The Memphis Tigers were an SEC team. And they get punched in the mouth. And another part of me, Sam, is where it's reality. We got SEC talent playing on a home field against an American athletic pop gun, little dink and dunk offense. Like you said, maybe you can stretch the field against the Tulsas of the world. Right. But are you going to be able to stretch the field against Mizzou? I don't know. Yeah, that's what happens. Well, you know, you got teams that come from Conference USA, and I've been a part of that, where you might there might be one or two guys on that team that really think they can win the game, but there's a lot of guys that don't think they belong, and that affects the game and outcome. Good point. Right. So there's yeah. a couple of kids that know they're in over their head. Exactly. Quick, quick updates. Temple up 10 nothing on Cincinnati. Yes, Wisconsin, sir. Wisconsin Sorry, sir. up 14 nothing my- on <laughs> Illinois. And Oklahoma wow. and TCU tied at seven, along with Auburn up on Ole Miss. Still nothing going on in Michigan. Michigan State, smash mouth game, as we expected. These kids are killing each other in the trenches, guys. Like, yeah. they're really hitting each what'd other. You, what'd hard. you say? One play decides it. It I really think, will I be. Think a you fumble might be right. here, a muff punt there. It's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. Here's another game that I'm very high on. It's another one of my best bets Penn State and Indiana. Penn State disappointing loss last week. At home to Michigan State. 21. Who do you have as the best bet? I love Indiana in this Indiana. matchup. Oh. I love Indiana. They're catching 14 and a half, 15 in that ball game. I'm Here's with the you. thing. I'm with you. I mean, Penn State, emotional loss, you know, last week. Again, what are they playing for? Yeah, they can get back into it. They play Iowa. They play, play Michigan. But Indiana needs this game to be to step in the right direction to become bowl eligible. They're averaging 249 passing yards per game. I like Ramsey. More blue collar. They played well against Ohio State for a half. And again, I'm not sold as a, a, a total offense for Penn State. It revolves, in my opinion, solely around Trace McSorley. Joe, I wanted to ask this to Jamie. We ran out of time in our segment. But I, I wanted to ask him, to what extent does he evaluate or try to play Freud or B.F. Skinner, one right. of my uh, one of my favorite uh, all time psychologists, uh, and and really evaluate Mine's the mindset. Fraser of, Crane, Fraser Crane, yeah, Fraser Crane. I do it of, all the time, actually. Well, and I, I, I think it's legitimate. Like ten I, times a week, capping football games, and I, I don't know if I if it's right to try to get in a mindset but of kids I've never met. Before. You never know, but yeah. but I, I I think it's fair to do it. I and I and I think this is one of those examples too. It matters more to Indiana. Right. Indiana is still building towards the postseason. Right. Penn State knows they're going to be in a bowl game, but not the bowl game they, they wanted won't. to. They won't be in a Big Ten title Penn State game. State have owned them though, Rich. That, Twenty and one. I'm seeing it's more all than, time. It's more than two one. touchdowns. I'll I'll see that number and I'll raise it and say this will make Joe feel good. James Franklin, the week after a loss, two and thirteen against the mm, spread. Wow. He does not rally the troops. Two and thirteen right. against the yeah. spread after a loss. So I agree with Joe. Well, I've always found uh, Rich, it's a great point. Well, I didn't realize that. It's a great stat. I'm gonna right. remember. And Sam can attest to this. I've always felt when you hear they're in a bounce back spot, that's better for pros. That's better for Truth. grown men. Truth. When you're a college kid, a bounce back, it's like being an emotional teenager, you broke up with your girlfriend. 
you're depressed. Right. You don't just like you're it's emotional. That's college sports, the emotion of it. Will you agree to say well, I'll agree you with bounce you. back, you're a pro. It's like dog, that was last week. Let's go. You're a kid. It's almost contagious, isn't it? This is the difference between being an NFL and college. And when you're NFL, you get to go home. I could go into my garage and leave my garage, go right to my facility and know don't see anyone. When you're in college, you're on a bunch of college people that, you you're know, class, students. You're on you got, great point. You got, yeah, you got teachers. You got students that you have to hear about it. And they they, they kind of hoping you do better, keeping it going through your mind. So you, But now the NFL, we can control the players. From coaches because they just deal with us. In the NFL, the you week. got money. <laughs> so, you got money and, but, no, no. but also the coaches can control the situation a little bit more because we're just dealing with each other directly. But now you got other influences once you're in college. Yeah, I mean, Penn State's won four of the last five by 18 points per game. They won last, year, last time in Bloomington by 14 points, although Indiana was in a position to cover that game. They fumbled with about a minute left, and, the, and Penn State wound up winning by 14. But I'm with Rich in the sense of, yeah, Indiana's played a tough schedule. I mean, they played Iowa last week. They played Ohio State. Beat a pretty good they Virginia team, which we talked about. Beat a good about. Virginia yeah. team. I mean, and they're still four and, two, and four and three overall. Again, they're going to need this game now. They might. They don't have to win. They could lose by four. They could lose by seven. They could lose by right. eight. Exactly. But getting fourteen points or more. At home. I think it's 14 and a half. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. 14 and a half. You at sold home. me, you know Joe. What? I'm in. Uh oh. You one sold thing, me. Let's go, Hoosiers. One All thing right. that stands out to me is Miles Sanders versus Indiana's poorest run defense. Good point. That, that stands out to me big time. And I, I think that's going to play a heavy factor this week because, you know, after a loss, especially a, a team like Penn State that think they're the bully. How do you bully in football? You or run the ball. Football. Exactly. Right. That's what I believe. See, now here's the thing to Rich's point about Penn State. They're 10-5 and five on the road straight up under James Franklin. We know their record at home was stellar up until this year when they lost to Ohio State, lost to Michigan State. Over the last two years, they did not lose a home game since 2015. So, They've been vulnerable on the road. Right. Now, now, that was their MO. They started slow yeah. against Illinois and pulled away in the well, fourth quarter. Well, that game, don't bring that one up. That, uh, well, I had, that one up. We didn't me. even do a show on that. That was a Friday night. That was the day before Dude, the it was. Show. It went from 24-23 to 68-23 in like six uh, I, minutes, true. whatever the hell it was. The Ohio State-Illinois game? Yeah, that uh, was. The, the uh, Penn State-Illinois. Uh, Penn State it Illinois. was a Friday yep. night game. I remember it. Yeah, it was really close. You know what? You have sold me on this. I think Penn State, sort of like Michigan, going to be in a battle to win this game, let alone cover. Yeah, where are Franklin's they going? going to have to get his kids going and care no enough. I, w- I was thinking, I think Penn State going to pull all the stops for this game because so? you cannot lose to Indiana right now. You can't. They're four and two. Penn State show up and flex their muscle. I think the coaching staff is going to put together an offensive game plan that's going to be as if they're trying to win. Interesting. It's an interesting take because you you can't lose it. Can't lose it. I say Penn State win the game. Hoosiers cover. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Wouldn't shock me. I think they're going to be in it. You know, start fast, put the pressure on McSorley. See how that game plays out. Last game on the docket here: Kentucky and Vanderbilt. Kentucky got this win last year, 44-21. I still think now, I mean, they're at home. They're laying 11 and a half. I'm just not so where's Vanderbilt and Kyle Shermer. One-dimensional offense. Can't run the football consistently. Better rush defense as well with the Wildcats. Only giving up 120 rushing yards per game. I think they win this ballgame 17 or more. I'm with you wholeheartedly. I I like Kentucky a lot coming off the break. I I think now is their time to start to regroup uh, from the Texas A&M loss. Start to rally for what they believe will be SEC East contention. Uh, Joe mentioned Vanderbilt wears their head. That was a game they they were outplaying Florida, and then they just collapsed down the stretch. Now, we talk about one-dimensional on offense. Defensively, Vanderbilt isn't stopping the run. Four opponents have gone for more than 200 yards this year. Now enter Benny Snell, Terry Wilson behind center. I I think Kentucky just jams it down the throat of Vanderbilt. And the Kentucky defense has been spectacular this year, led by Josh Allen sure. on the outside. So I, I think a complete effort from Kentucky. I think with the two weeks away, we kind of forgot about Kentucky. They lost the, their last yeah. outing against AM. Now it's going to be a reminder that, hey, this is a team that could win 10 games and they, this year. And they, didn't, they lost that game in overtime. I mean, oh, they yeah, could have won it. Sure. Yeah, they should have won it. And here's the thing when you look at the d- difference between Kentucky. You said it two years ago, 225 rushing yards allowed. Last year, 175. Now, 120. There's progression on the defensive side of the ball. And when you cannot run the football, I mean, as a football team, that's you should be able to assert your will. What does that do to the psychological effect? Well, I, I've been a part of it. When we lost to the – I was with the New York Giants, and we lost to Baltimore Ravens, and they just came out and, and they forced their will on us. And we couldn't run the ball. 
we weren't a team that could just line up and just throw the ball on you, it changes your whole outlook. The defense sees that, and we don't expect to win. It's just the truth. They just don't expect to win when you see someone bowdy off and stuff like that. And it really changes the play calling for the other team. You know, and I see we see this with Michigan often. Uh, the Carolina Panthers play this way, where it's like we don't really have to get crazy on offense. This other team can't score. Exactly. Right, and it sort of just changes the mindset and takes the air out of the game. One thing that stands out is Vanderbilt is giving up forty points a game in SEC games. That that's. I don't, I don't see how. And I'm glad you brought the SEC. I've been the president of the Kentucky fan club on this show, yeah. guys. Yes, you know from from the really Florida good. game, from the Mississippi State game, Vanderbilt, from the SEC Vanderbilt. Game. Well, what about this game? This game, I don't. You know, whenever I'm betting, <laughs> thanks, Joe. <laughs> Bring it all home. Joe's like, screw the past, man. See what he got now. Um, you know, we're talking about a team that we took as 14-point underdogs against Florida. We got nine and a half, ten points against Mississippi State. We only laid one point against South Carolina. As a betting man, a lot of points you don't like up. the role when you're making money on a team. It's almost like you were going out to dinner with a girl, Joe. She was paying for dinner all the time. It was great. Now suddenly you got to pay. Now it's on you. I'm like, yeah, this isn't such a great deal anymore. <laughs> I'm staying out of that one. You know Joe makes the <laughs> makes pay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. No, I'm just kidding, Joe. No, I figured I I'd put in a term and an analogy you could understand. Uh, but, you know, it's just, it's not the role that I like laying double digits with a team I've been taking as a dog all year. Right. But you guys just spelled it out. I think Vandy in the trenches, and we talked about it all year. The strength of Kentucky is their manhood in the trenches. You, These guys don't play around, man. They're, they're smash-mouth dudes in the trenches. When you can't stop, while. when you can't run the ball and you see the other team can't run yeah. the ball, that, that, that's a psychological and, effect. And much to your point, this is what happened for Vanderbilt last year. I mean, in terms of run support. They gave up well over 400 rushing yards to Alabama. Then mm. that followed it up the, the following week. They had a run last year where they had about six games in a row where they gave up Close to 1,100 yards. Well, and Kentucky's and, becoming that type of a team. I'm, I'm not suggesting they're no, Alabama, but, but obviously. But their MO is to yes. run the football Physical. and assert yep. their will. Exactly. And when you can dictate and, and assert yourself on the offensive line, it breaks down the mentality yeah. of it because you can't get three and outs. Right. You're continuing to maintain drives, right? So, that's, that's so frustrating. You know, def- defensively, you can't go to the field. You're tired, and then you can't take the normal risk that you normally take because you're, you're more concerned about – your energy back up. Right. So it's demoralized. That's tough. It's let demoralized. The, uh, Definitely. Yeah. Let the chaos begin. Michigan and Michigan State. Weather. Lightning delay. Weather. Yep. Uh, and by the way, have you uh, seen the snowfall in Madison, Wisconsin? It's almost wow. blinding what do we snowfall. What about Wisconsin, Michigan and Michigan Illinois. State? It's always dreary. It's always yes. rainy. And yeah. I, I keep it close. started and it looks sunny. I was like, wow, it's sunny. Well, this works well for me. Yeah. Ten minutes later, Sam, the sun's gone. It's close. Michigan, Michigan State. And God's I should like, be able no, to no, catch the end of the game now if it ends like around 4 o'clock Eastern. I should be able to. Yeah. With a I'm delay. I'm going to be locked and loaded in Versa for the next seven hours. It's unbelievable. It's like for the betters, too, that I don't know, have a million dollars. Their money's tied up suddenly. Yeah. Yeah, it goes yeah. into the next game. And this this lightning, they're going to make sure that there's not another, like, strike for, like, Did an hour. Did you play for- Sam through lightning before? Like, it seems we're in a more litigious. Like, growing up, right. <clears> I've been watching football since 1977. Right. I remember once Ohio State and John Cooper quit with four minutes left in lightning. He got fired, like, the next week after because they were so mad. What a quitter. Like, well, you guys used to play through lightning. I don't know who he's supposed to, though. I, was, I played in the Bronx. <laughs> I, play, I play in the Bronx, so, you know, we probably did some things that you're not supposed to. But I know what did I was, you play through in the Bronx that they didn't play through, the worst say, than lightning. say, in well, the Well, I'm not going to say what field, but there was some field. That everybody knows that play in the Bronx that this particular field had glass and rocks more than they had grass. And that is 100% true. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. We actually got jumped in one game. That's a whole other story. From you the got jumped fans. one game? The fans came out the stands, but same thing. <laughs> Boy, that, tough, that toughens you up faster than any opponent, doesn't it? Oh, it teaches it? you how to run real fast. Back, back in North Bergen, years ago, we used to play on that field, and it was the same thing, glass and everything glass else. And it's, rocks. it's beautiful now. I mean, the yeah. field over there. I but, grew up, same thing. I was playing baseball, same thing. Rocks in the field, cutting knees, crazy, diving man. out there, but... It's amazing. Now the kids got all nice field turf and all these tracks, right? But kids don't go to schools anymore, even high school, unless there's field turf. You have a hundred different units. Like college now. What I do you have to offer? And, and what do you guys, have to offer? It's the coolest thing ever. It's kind of regional, but it's so cool. You know, the, the famous Lincoln Tunnel, right? Right. Weehawken High School, their football stadium, the field's on top of the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. 
and you got all sort of Nike billboards. You got the skyline in New York. I'm just thinking, like, how badass is that if that you're a sweet. high school kid? You're playing on top of the Lincoln Tunnel with, like, Manhattan on the other side. You can see it. And the stadium is, like, on the nice side backdrop. of this. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, like, the oh, side yeah. of the road. Oh, yeah. Very you know, unique. Real cool. Your opponent is looking at the views instead of, you know, what's yeah, going on in the like, field. Yeah, <laughs> exactly cool, what right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, I mean, I always wondered this for coaches because Sam coached in the NFL defensive backs. How much weight do you put into – Looking at what the kids did in the game perspective as opposed to a combine atmosphere. You mean as far as the college players? Me, personally, I care about how you play more than – because, you know, everybody says that, but then we get close to the combine, see guys running around tights looking good. That alters some people's mind. Yeah, that's an intriguing. When we come back, we'll give our best bets for today. Keep it where it is. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Back on College Football Today, best pick segment in week number eight. Going to jump right into it, wasting no time. Three of my picks are already underway. Michigan over Michigan State. If you can get an in-game bet, I think Michigan wins this ball game by 14 points or more. TCU plus the 7.5-8. They're down 14-7 to against Oklahoma. Virginia, I think they're a live dog. No hangover over Duke in that matchup. I like USC plus the seven points. I think they outscore Utah, high-scoring 34-30 win in Salt Lake City. I like Indiana. Keep this game close over Penn State later today. Wyoming, they disappointed me last week on the road in Fresno, playing a blue-collar team in Utah State. Give me the 15 points. This is the last time for Vanderwall and the crew. I think they bounce back, and I like Kansas Plus the 18 points, leads FBS in turnover margin. Texas Tech does have Iowa State on deck. Yeah, Joe, it'll be curious to see if uh, Kansas uh, can catch Texas Tech looking ahead a little bit. Texas Tech with the big win over TCU. Can they put together two in a row? Uh, Three of my games have already kicked off. I'll just reel them off real quick. I like Army laying 7.5 versus Miami. Miami with no experience versus the triple option. Uh, I'm going to stay on the Iowa train. I like their offense and their defense. Nate Stanley playing well. That was booze from uh, Captain Terrapin over there in the corner, (laughs) uh, who is on Maryland today. He's wearing a shell. (laughs) He's he's donning a shell today. Uh, And Oklahoma I like over TCU, so I'm going up against Joe. The other four games I have for the rest of the day, I'm going to keep it uh, service academies. Uh, I think Veterans Day is coming up in November, so I'm going Army and Navy. I like Navy getting 12 from Houston. Houston with back-to-back East Coast trips, East Carolina last week, now back to the state of Maryland, Gabe's state of Maryland. Uh, uh, today, I like them getting 12. I think Houston will be looking ahead to South Florida. Big matchup with yeah. the Bulls next week in uh, in Houston. I like Kentucky. I think we're going to see the Kentucky that dominated in September. Vanderbilt, a little bit spent, can't stop the run. Uh, Benny Snell, maybe buck 75 and three touchdowns is what I'm going to predict uh, for Kentucky laying 11 and a half. The time has come for Nebraska. Enough already with the Nebraska losses. 0-6. I don't care about the history. <laughs> 0-6 teams never lay points to teams They're that are over 500. Win. I don't care. Listen, Minnesota is sinking fast. The defense that we saw in September, no Rodney Smith on offense. you got the rookie quarterback. Nebraska does not want its first win of the season <laughs> next week against Bethune-Cookman. They not? want it against a, because it's be, an SES it'll, it'll team. Be perfect. No. It's like a win and up to the same time. Yeah, exactly. Somehow, some way, they won't pick up this win over Minnesota. <laughs> what happened? I'm saying because this is a major rebuild now, according to— What happens long-term yeah, over no, next I week? No, I mean no long-term. I think he's definitely the Fine. right guy. Yeah, but the yeah, fans, no. fans will be uh, out of this. Listen, you have to be patient. If you think you've got the right coach, and Brad Brad got the right coach right. Scott Frost, you see, like, I believe has the right a coach in, in Chip Kelly, you look beyond year one, you consider rebuilding— 
start to evaluate your listen to Brad Platoon 10 this season. Next year, get the bowl game year three, you win the Big Ten West. My schedule for sophomores. But I think they get the three today, yeah. despite the fact that they're four, three or whatever three, the case three, may be. Four. Uh, I love LSU. Uh, I don't care that the number's dropping. I know a lot of money's going towards Mississippi State down to five and a half. I took it at whatever, six and a half. I got LSU laying six and a half. Love the Tigers. This is a team that that's focused. There's no look-aheads. There's no uh, downtime. They're focused on the task at hand, and that's to beat one-dimensional Mississippi State. I think they get it done. And I'm going to go with the spot. I'm going to go with Washington State. They have owned Oregon lately. This is a moment in the Palouse. I think Washington State uh, catches Oregon and uh, wins that game outright. He was on fire last week. They called him Richie Sizzle. Now we got two screens for Gabe's. Do we have two? Yeah, no, really, we need. I know we we couldn't couldn't get all the picks. We need a scroll. No, we keep scrolling. Yeah, that's my nickname. New name, Scroll. Scrolls. What do you got? Sizzle what do you scrolls. got for us? Sizzle and Scrolls. You're running Michigan State Spartans plus seven and a half, and I'm a Wolverine fan, so you know I must You're really winning like right it. now. Hey, listen, um, they're, you're in a lightning delay, so you guys can still get in on that play. Maryland Terrapins are down 3 nothing right now early in the second quarter, so we've got a low-scoring smash-mouth game, as I expect. We're hanging around. Games haven't kicked off yet. I'm going to jump in. I'll give me Alabama and Tennessee over the 57 points. As we mentioned, Alabama are averaging 56.8 points a game on their own. I'm, you know, Listen, I, I was one of the few people that said I thought that UCLA was going to be able to hang with Cal and cover the number. Now suddenly we're getting 10 points. You know who the quarterback is actually today for Arizona? It's Rich Rodriguez's kid. Yep. Uh, Rich Rod's kid comes in. He actually looked okay in spot duty uh, when he got an opportunity to throw the football a little bit. I'm going to take Arizona plus the 10 points here. NC State, and we're now up to 18. They just hang with Clemson. They just do. It, they, they have the last couple of years. I don't see why they don't here. Doran's done a great job as an underdog on the road, and I don't think Clemson are going to smoke them um, like the odds makers think. LSU, LSU gets it done. We're down to five and a half in this game, uh, uh, guys. Uh, we always hear about how hard it is to play at Death Valley, especially at nighttime. Well, it's hard to play at Death Valley at nighttime, especially when LSU is good. And LSU are good right now. They're going to take care of business to get the bye week and then they get Alabama. For the record, opening number in that game right now, Alabama are 13-point road favorites. Um, Oklahoma minus the seven. Oklahoma TCU over 61 already going on, as is Temple and Northwestern right now. But a couple of late picks here. I'm going to take. I'm going to lay the points with OSU. I think they mess Purdue up. I think Purdue... I don't see it. I think Ohio State win this game convincingly. I'm going to ride the wave, guys. North Texas are 7-0 to the under. Why am I going to get rid of that? I always say if you go to Vegas and you're playing roulette and it comes up red eight times in a row, don't bet on black. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's go with the under uh, once again uh, there. Uh, we got the USC Trojans plus the points, and uh, I guess that's it because we can't bet 50 million games. Uh, <laughs> it came out 1,466 times. You just never turned black. <laughs> exactly. It was red. I, 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 I was it was due. It was due. You ever due. see that, though, in roulette? You ever see that when you go to the table and, and, and there's people walking by and they're like, it's got to be black. It's got to be. And it's like the guy puts down, you know, 100, 200, 500, doesn't matter. And, and then all of a sudden, somehow it bounces into it's the a red. Yeah, It bounces and then goes to the other one. They lose. Happens and, all the time. Uh, Gabe, we didn't talk about to me. guys, actually. <laughs> Nevada and Hawaii. I like Hawaii. I was thinking mm. it's almost a spot to go against Hawaii. Oh. We've been, you know, Hawaii been good. They've been getting it done. They've only one loss right now. We've been riding the Rainbow Warrior wave, Sam. Where's it at? It's in Hawaii. Mm. But this Nevada Wolfpack team. I, you know, it's a tough trip. It is, but they're from Nevada. So, you know, they, they, it's not like, oh, we're going to Hawaii. It's a conference team that's been there. I, I like when non-conference teams go in there because they're not used to it. It's more vacation. Right. You're a conference team. You go there every two years. Still, an eight-hour flight is an eight-hour flight. Yeah. It's yeah. tough, man. That's, that's, that's tough. It, it, it does have an effect on your body. Right. No matter what. It does, so. Out of all the games that we discussed, does one stand out for you more than the rest? Just from the football aspect in terms of what you've seen play out and in terms of just, you know, breaking down players for the I don't, one? I, to me, specifically, North, Northwest, I mean, excuse me, not Northwestern, but uh, North Carolina State. That's, to me, I think they're going to pull this offset. Pull this upset. Well, you think it went outright? Win the game? I think, I think they're going to win outright. I think they have. Huge win for them if they pull they, that off. They're playing at home. I think, that, to me, I think they have the better quarterback. I know everybody talked about the other guy, but I think they have the better quarterback. And when you get in tough games, you got you need a guy that can put the ball in the right position on third down because that win ball games. You know, there's two two statistics that mean a lot. Of course, is the points. That's the number one statistic of all. And second is turnovers. And if you got a quarterback that put the ball in the right position, less balls are being tipped up in the air, and so on and so forth. Plus six fourteen right now, money line. Who? North Carolina State. 
So if you put $100 down you on North Carolina State, you get $714 back. Not a bad bet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about that one. Well, I mean, and, and to just follow up on Sam's point, I mean, Ryan Finley last year, 338 yeah. yards, Until he, three touchdowns, had the two picks. So you, you talk about turnovers and points. It's really going to come down to can he be clean? Right. Can he keep the ball out of the defensive back's right. hands uh, from Clemson? I, I think this is a big day for Ryan Finley. Yeah. I think he's going to show very well. And much to your point, I thought you were going to go. He had the record last year at one point in the season. Oh, consecutive passes? Consecutive yeah. passes without an interception. Yeah. I think a lot they... of folks don't realize, too, he did not begin his career at NC State. Oh, I, I think he began his career at, at Boise State. Wow. And, and it's kind of interesting because now they have a four-year starter in Brett Rippon. Finley left because he was looking for more playing yeah. time. He winds up at NC Both State, guys. and he's going to use that as a catapult to that's, the NFL. That's all I can say. When you do that, you leave you're always trying to prove that you belong. Yep. And I think that's going to lead him in the right direction. I like the transfer rule in college football. It's to me, it's sort phenomenal. of like free agency. It gives a lot of mobility, a lot of flexibility to college. I mean, any thoughts on that? Definitely. When of- I played, we wish we had this opportunity because back then, you could, if you transferred, you had to sit out a year, yep. and now you have the opportunity. I think it's the how many games? Four, it's four, four now, games. Right? Yep. This, this would have been a Graduate lot of, can transfer if you graduate. That's an that's incentive right. for graduating and getting your degree. You, you can big. graduate immediately. I think yeah. that's important. Uh, transfer immediately. Yeah. Well, say I'm curious to see mindsets. I, I mean, teams, if they come out flat, teams, especially in like the revenge spot, like that LSU game. Yeah. I'm curious to see how LSU comes out because they came out fired up against Georgia last oh, yeah. week. Make Tough no to mistake, do two weeks in a row. You know, and I thought there was a possibility. I was dead wrong on the, in breaking down that game. The way they came out and the way they took it to Georgia at home, I'm curious to see with this Mississippi State team because, you know, Mississippi State's a blue-collar team. They're going to come in thinking, hey, we got them around. They have have elite talent. Especially yeah. on the defensive side of the yes. ball. Yes, Jeffrey Simmons on the interior, Montez Sweat on the outside. Right. Those are two kids that, you know, again, I talk about the NFL just Horses. to kind of give the perspective right. in terms of what the talent potential is. Right. Those are two kids that could be first-round draft yeah. choices. Those, those are not just draft choices. Those are potentially elite players. So Mississippi State has those kids. They have the moxie. But I, I also worry a little bit about Joe Moorhead. Yeah. This is this tough is, environment for him. Tough this environment. Is, this is... The SEC yes, now. Yes. You know, it's one thing when you're at home facing Dan Mullen with Florida. Right. It's another thing when you're in Baton Rouge, in Death Valley at 7 o'clock for a, at for night. For a first-year coach for a first who year his coach. first year in right. the SEC. This isn't Happy Valley, and, and that's not right. to take away from Penn State. But we understand the culture of the SEC playing in environments sure. where it's, it's just a – an unbelievable not, electric atmosphere. Not only inside the stadium, but driving up yeah, to the stadium yeah. and you see a crowd and you know they're giving you the, the finger factor. and all kinds of things yeah. like that. That that yeah. that sends a message to the yeah. players. Driving. We got a question about Wake Forest and Florida State. Yeah, again. we, we haven't covered that. Yeah. Well, what does it say about nine. Florida State well, that we're deep in hour th- hour yeah. three and well, I've not even brought quick, up Florida State? It's, home, it's, it's homecoming. Homecoming. Charlie Ward will be honored. I'll go with it, it, one. Charlie Florida, Ward, what a stud, huh? If Florida yes. State doesn't win this game. Point guard, quarterback. Again, they're giving up 101 rushing yards per game. Wake Forest, I like them. I don't love them. I think the physicality, especially at home, Willie Taggart needs to find a way, not yeah. only to win, but he cover the cover. Yeah, the boosters are yeah. He needs to build. He needs down. to start building second-half momentum. Florida State are bust in this game. I can't yeah, take for Florida, Florida. Florida State, to me, and there are a lot of teams like yeah. this, 2019 has sort of begun already. Yeah. You know, you're not winning an ACC yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is their you offense? Know, That's the problem. What is the offense? And, and it's a shame, too. We're talking about a Wake team that lost 66-3 last week. It's not going to be a good look if FSU don't smoke them. Yep. And listen, Florida State struggled, had to come back against yeah. Louisville. Louisville's a team that lost to Georgia Tech. What yeah. was the final score? Do you remember? Uh, Florida State, Georgia. Uh, uh, no, Georgia Tech, Louisville. Georgia Tech laid oh, like 60. 66-31. And Florida State struggled with that same Louisville team. Yeah. So that's, uh, last that's year, a tough game. Last year at Wake, Florida State was on the ropes. James Blackman pulled that game. Wake Forest has given problems game. to yes. Florida State over the years. Yes. Scrappy, especially when it's uh, when it's down in Winston-Salem. Yeah. They've Two given some problems. years ago with Dalvin Cook, they did not cover. I mean, Florida State didn't cover that yeah. number. They, I think they lost that matchup 21-7, 21-10. Wolf. This is a big Wolford second half of the season plays. for a lot of coaches. Not for hot seat per se. No. But you got to start to build a bit of a head of steam. You got to get a tailwind heading into 2019. Florida State is one of those teams. Yeah, Iowa up six nothing. Maryland third and one. You got to get touchdowns, Iowa. Come on, no uh, field goals. Cincinnati, good job, Terps. But they're driving 
on the on the forty yard line Who's right that? now. Uh, Cincinnati uh, against Temple. Something okay. something to say about confidence, man. And, and that's the thing too. Uh, we brought it up last week. It's like you know you're going to get Temple's best shot. It's right. almost like a prize fight. If you could weather the first quarter and say, okay, you know we're down ten nothing. Now all of a sudden we find our resolve. Then you start getting back into your game plan. I really don't think this is going to be a close game. I know they they's down ten zip and it's ten seven now. I have a chance to go on the score right now. But you you like you know like uh, Bill Bill Paul says always say you all who your record say you are and people tend to believe that and teams that are that are zero and five zero and six well they're three and three but the record is it sometimes it slips into their mind that they're supposed to lose this game and the other team looks like the team that we thought they were before they came in here. Interesting. Uh, we always worried you know worry about the psyche because they are. We're not talking about NFL players. We're talking about yeah. eighteen and nineteen exactly year old right. kids. So, well, in this day and age of social media, too, it's impossible to live in a bubble. Right. Even if you try to stay okay. off of Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Somebody could drag Twitter. you into it. <laughs> Say it again? Coaches are on Twitter. Have to be. Or they need Lane to be. Kiffin. For recruiting, they have Lane to be. Kiffin. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Lane Kiffin. What about Florida Atlantic uh, Marshall? Lane, yeah, Lane like has Florida been a disappointment. Lane, I know. Lane three points. Here's the thing. I think terrible this, on the road this yeah, year. Yeah. Great point. I just think. The speed of Florida Atlantic. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at that matchup with Marshall, the way NC State matched up against them. Now, granted, the NC State forced turnovers on the road there, and they were able to score. But I still think they have the speed to challenge that secondary over the top, and I think they they scored points here. Give me one game you would bet your children's college fund on today. I like Virginia. Okay, Virginia is one of mine. And, game. And, the children that uh, that are out there, the uh, Marenzi uh, offspring that are out there. NC State plus 17. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll give you another one I like uh, outside of this. I like uh, Indiana. I think Indiana is, okay. uh, you know, mm. with the 14 and a half. Those are my two dogs. I Does worry about Penn count? State's motivation. Yeah, yeah Does Northwestern sure. count? I know sure. it's 20 points, but. Yeah. Yeah, it all counts, Sam, as long as it covers. Yeah, exactly. Sam exactly. saying, yeah, you put the money. It's like I the really Brandon do. Lang from yeah. two for the money. I like Virginia. I, bu- I bought into them at the start of the year. I think they're going to be catching points the rest. They were 300 to 1 at the start of the year. And even though they win, Vegas is still going to make them a dog because, again. It's all perception. It's perception. Yeah. You get beat like a drum week after week. Where does that confidence come yeah. from? It's gone. Let me ask you this. First drive is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Illinois, we bring up Lovey Smith making the transition from the NFL to college. Some coaches get it like Pete Carroll. Others don't. What's the reason for that? You got to get talent. You just can't go in there and say, uh, I'm I'm a great head coach. I'm going to come into – I'm not saying this is what he was saying, but you can't go into an organization and say, I'm a great head coach, and whatever talent you have, I'm going to make it better. It just doesn't work like that in college because talent is key. Great coaches have great talent. Yeah, it's intriguing. Any any game you're looking at outside the uh, ones we spoke? In terms of what I just, like? Just or? looking at headlines or anything well, from Monday? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, Gabe's on Arizona. We didn't really talk about it in yeah. any great depth. Um, that point spread is really just ballooned. I mean, I think at the beginning of the week, that might have been – that like might have that. been like a pick at the beginning of the week. And then Up gradually, to 10 right now. Come yeah, ten, ten on. Is UCLA a lot. Lane, 10. 10 is a lot. What I want to see, though, is can UCLA put together a third straight good game? Because mm-hmm. last week, they didn't just beat Cal. They won by 30. 37-6. Two weeks ago, they lost by a touchdown to Washington, considered to be, right, they're improving. Can they continue to move in that direction? Can DTR behind center continue? Last two games, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 30 of 53. He's gradually becoming a more effective passing quarterback. Here's one thing for headlines. If Washington State wins against Oregon. You just read my mind. I was going to say headline, Oregon Ducks are back. Okay. uh, On the flip side. Or the headline Monday, can we take Oregon seriously as a playoff contender if they run the table to one loss? Well, on the flip side, if Washington State wins and somehow finds itself with one loss and that being a three-point loss to USC. Playoff? Well, everybody was talking Oregon if they run the table, losing to Stanford. Do we make Washington State a possible? Going to need help. Okay. Going to need help. You think about UCLA, how they're heading in the right direction. That's a big difference between them and Nebraska. I know Nebraska got a lot to do, but UCLA look like they're heading in the right direction right now. We're just getting started. Stay with us next Saturday. We'll be here at 10 o'clock for Rich Sermonello, Gabe Morenci, and Sam Garns. Have a great weekend, everyone.